43 degrees today, or right now, going to be 66. In fact, we're in the 60s the next couple of days. And then Sunday, high is only 48. So for November, we're looking pretty good. And let's check out that 10-day forecast because getting closer and closer to flakes giving, and I just soon have that all the way through the 18th, high of 43. So, so far, so good. I'll have to get the story from uh, the daytime gals at Jake's downtown, from uh, JJ and Dina, find out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, are you kidding me? No, the nice gals. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, well, it's, it's one of it's in my rotation. It's one of the places I have lunch. But a uh, former employee came in and grabbed some knives and tried to rob a couple waitresses, and he ended up stabbing a couple people and cutting another one. And one of my Facebook friends commented under the article on Facebook and said, Glock, never leave home without it. <clears throat> if you carry a gun, that's one of the places you're not supposed to have it. You're not supposed to have it in a bar. not supposed to have it in federal buildings, I think state buildings or hospitals. That's one side. This goes back to something Paul and I talked about 30 years ago when at the time you weren't allowed to carry a firearm in the national parks, but we did because if I got to shoot a bear, you can find me and take my gun or whatever, but I'll still be alive (laughs) and don't much care what the fine is when it comes to shooting bears. So drinking coffee, looking through the paper this morning, the assorted websites. I was looking for the article so I could find out when Paul was going to be gone because they were going to have a big Angus summit in Columbia. And I know that's not just for the black Angus guys. Oh, yeah. Because that would be... Down in Columbia? Yeah. Uh, not those Colombian women down there. I'll go with you. Man. If Mark could find a Colombian woman that knows how to make steak... <laughs> you know, I hope they got a jewelry store. <laughs> doesn't speak English. She gets to, gets to jabber it at you in that, that it, it sexy accent. Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> does not. Can't understand it. Love you so much, honey. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Hmm. In Colombia. The no-no song. That's it. Yeah, that's what it is. Smile because I did not understand. <laughs> Paul's in for a long Thursday. It's 5.30. Oh, my God. Uh, John got a cat in my pickup last night. I had him come over to get me, pick me up in the field. I'm doing some fall work, and he had a cat in there. And uh, I I looked at everything last night. It broke the fan shroud out a little bit and stuff, and um, but everything was okay. But when I started up today, it was was vibrating a little bit so i don't know if i bent one of the fan one of the fan impellers or not uh i'll have to check that out but god dang it fans are expensive mm-hmm. well and your cat's probably okay see folks if you know the cat didn't make it oh the cat didn't make it doa instantly uh, instantly yeah. doa well. i just threw it in the garbage and uh well folks the cat's out of paul's place yeah he didn't have any cats named Fluffy, is what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fact, I haven't... Uh, have you had your garbage... I haven't had my garbage picked up for almost three weeks. Hmm. 
Man, oh. I am. Well, in fact, my <laughs> my neighbor used her key to roll mine out last Friday. Oh, I nice. That's nice. <laughs> That's really nice. <laughs> so they picked mine up. <laughs> oh, nice. That's good. Thanks, Mark. God. <laughs> what the hell? I, I got great neighbors. Mark got home. There was a meatloaf in the oven. <laughs> Not Hot quite. macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Not place, quite that good. Place settings all out. And while I was there, I unloaded the dishwasher. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> That's why I can't move. Jeez. I, I hate how big the yard is, but too good of people around me, so. Yeah. And folks, we're still trying to find a venue for our, uh, our Flakes trip party. That kind of took a turn. So we... Uh, we haven't been able to announce where that's going to be yet, but it's going to be the 13th of November. So, um, as soon as we find a place, why we'll let you know what, what is this? Soak up the sun. Oh, oh, this is the new, uh, flake strip music. This isn't every so often flake strip music. This uh, year. That's all right. I don't have a problem with it. As long as you're clothed. <laughs> You know, while you play it. <laughs> God. I generally keep my clothing on at work. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl Crow song's on. He'd be dancing in front of the mirror. She's 20, 25 years ago, they had a gal worked in the allergy department at Billings Clinic, and it was time for my test where they got to poke you in the back with 87 things to see what you're allergic to. So mm-hmm. she says, I got to run, get my stuff, take off your shirt, and just your shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We got to run a lawnmower over you before we can poke the needles in. Not true. God. So if we can find a venue, we'll uh, we'll pass that on to you folks. We're working on it. You know, you played that uh, you played that song from Keith Whitley, Miami, Mm -hmm. Miami. They uh, they pass that rule down in Miami. The bars are going to have to close down there at two a.m. now instead of five a.m. There's just too many problems. Uh, between two and five in the morning. Yeah. Um, well, Hey, and a lot of those guys, uh, you know, city can't handle it you, and you can't, you can't expect a crowd to behave when they start drinking at six, seven, eight o'clock and go till five in the morning. Holy cow. Yeah. It's just, uh, they just can't handle it. Even when I was younger and could stay out till closing time, two o'clock in the morning was always fine by me. Boy folks. And that, uh, that Republican almost won in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. That that's a bigger shock, actually, uh, than the Virginia outcome because New Jersey, New Jersey, New Jersey, folks, is like San Francisco. It's like Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer could run for dog catcher up there if he was a Democrat. He'd win, and. He barely eked out, and the paper even uh, talks about it. Barely, barely eked out a win in New Jersey. So a uh, message was clearly sent yesterday. When I talked about this a little bit yesterday, uh, you know what the Democrats were doing? The Democrats were trying once again to force that voting rights legislation bill through the Senate. It's the fourth time they've tried and Republicans blocked it again yesterday. The only way they're going to get it passed is to say overhaul all of the Senate procedural rules. And 
Democrat lawmakers don't want to do that either. Um, which I can't believe. Because if they change, if they get these election rules changed, it's over. Right. Uh, they will change them forever to where no conservative, no matter how many votes they get, would never win. It wouldn't, ne- folks, I'm telling you, they would never, ever win. They'd get rid of the Electoral College. Uh, you could have Chicago, Philly, and New York City, and San Francisco, and Seattle pick the winners every year. Every year. They would just pick the president every four years. Um, why why, why are these people so such a bunch of snakes? I don't get it. How, how can you be that way? I don't know. You, you know, you would think somebody that was running for Congress was looking to do something good for his fellow man. How, yeah. How, how could you be that way? How could you be like Chuck Schumer and be that way? I don't know anybody. Uh, I've got friends that are Democrats, and I got friends that are Republicans. I got friends that are, in, but they're not that way. No, they're not scoundrels. They're not vultures. They're not conniving little pigs out there that are uh, just doing dastardly things. I mean, I I don't know how you could be that way. This is awful to wreck our election system. It's just terrible. I don't know how you could do it. The rules they changed down in Georgia when Georgia moved the game out of Georgia, it expanded voting rights in Georgia. Mm-hmm. It expanded it. There, there, it in Georgia. They have so many different options now to vote and get your vote in by the date. Far greater than Delaware, which is Joe Biden's home state. Mm -hmm. Delaware has some of the most restrictive voting uh, rules in the country. That's where Joe Biden is from. Maybe that's why no professional football team wants to move to Delaware. Yeah. But it hit another wall yesterday. John Deere executives say the company will not return to the bargaining table with the striking workers. Well, you can only do so much. They cannot offer a better contract one than the one they rejected. And good for them. I hope they hold strong. Uh, It's going to hurt them for a while. I I wish they would hire 10,000 new workers, retrain them, replace them, and give people in this country an opportunity to make a great living, uh, work for a great company, mm-hmm. and send all of them packing. You will not, we need to send a message with this kind of stuff. You are not going to hold a gun to our head and demand something that is totally out of question, outrageous. Mm-hmm. After all that we have done for you, over the last however many years you have worked there. Mm-hmm. That has got to stop. It's got to stop. What they rejected, folks, 10,000 workers, 12 different facilities, 10% raises, 10%. Imagine that, folks. Wouldn't that be nice? 10%? By the way, that's just immediately. 
Then down the road, another 5 and 6% on top of that. You hear in negotiations with teachers oh. all the time, they get 3 or 4% and they're tickled. Oh. Yeah, if that. Yeah. 10% and then 5 or 6 down the road. Bonuses, by the way, a bonus check immediately. Zero, are you listening to this? Zero premium charges for their medical insurance. That's Zero. pretty good. Zero. Who has that? We don't. No. And more contributions to their pension plan? They have a they even have a pension plan. They don't have a 401k. They have a pension plan. Wow. And they turned it down. I know what I'd do. I'd take my most profitable end of that company if I'm the CEO. I would gather all of my resources that I possibly could in that area, and I would make a job offer to everybody who currently works there. I will increase your pay by 10%. I will honor this deal that we gave you. Mm -hmm. And as many people as you could... I would put them in the most profitable area of the company and start that part of the line first. Right. Whether it be backhoes, whether it be skid steer loaders, something. Get that up and running. And then I would start adding employees. And I would dissolve that. And then what are they going to do? Then what are the workers going to do? Well, yeah, you can get another job down at Bojo's Pizza Shop. You can work down there if you want. I'm going to guess there's not too many other jobs in that area. Oh, there isn't. Not like that. No. Not like those. That is the, those, those companies are those towns. Yeah. The, the days of unions were not f- to hold companies hostages for wages. The days of unions were built for safety and proper working conditions and give the voters, um, or give the workers, you know, some things that they deserve, a clean environment, a safe environment, stuff like that, uh, some worker protections. It wasn't to hold a gun to the owner of the company's heads in demand or you will shut down their entire business. That's right. You know, they, they did that against uh, they did that against Her- Hershey at Hershey's Chocolate <clears throat> many years ago. I saw it on the History Channel when they had the stories about all those food giants and food companies. Mm-hmm. And Hershey let people in uh, to start making the chocolate and said, screw you. And uh, they had some violent confrontations out front, but that's what he did. Got his company up and running again. And you can move on. You can move on. It's a great offer. Anybody who wants the offer, we're welcoming you back. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't want the offer, you can leave. And there ought to be a law for people who intimidate and strong arm other people in a situation like that that protects those people. Mm-hmm. Remember when Reagan, he fired all the air controllers, mm-hmm. fired them, all of them. You, you thought you were really something. You brought the nation to a standstill for about three days. And then he fired you and he went out and he hired thousands more, retrained them, took people who were in the military, moved them into the air traffic control division to get us up and running again. 
my tractor will last a little longer somebody's skid steer loader will last them a little longer mm-hmm. until they can get it up and running again but man what what a what an offer and they turn it down turn it down supply chain delays are disrupting california agricultural exports Farmers are having trouble exporting their crops because of delays in the global supply chain. Demand for products has led to a backlog of container ships at the ports in Southern California. Shipping costs are so high now that many ships hurry back to Asia instead of stopping at the smaller Oakland port to pick up exports, walnuts, almonds. Processors have resorted to paying much more to ship their products to ports in Texas and Maryland. California accounts for 16% of the nation's agricultural exports. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they even have any walnuts and almonds as much as the weather is uh, drying up all the food production (laughs) in the world. Uh Uh, And warmer weather is better for food production, folks, by the way. Um, Always will be. A lot of those delays out there are by whom the longshoremen. The unions, they don't want to work more than eight hours a day. Fine. Fire them. I have no patience for that kind of stuff anymore. Eight hours a day. Eight hours a day. Well, and plus, you got a chance to make overtime and make a killing. Yeah. That's what we've become. I told Mark, we used to have guys hang over cliffs on a rope with an air hammer and chisel rock away for a buck a day. Mm-hmm. Uh you don't know what it's like. Okay. <laughs> we got a real mess. Uh, we got a real mess here. And uh, we need some good leadership to fix it. And we have somebody not competent to do it, obviously. What else in the headlines today? Buster Posey will announce his retirement. Good. Then maybe we can get back to regular baseball. Mm-hmm. The Giants catcher will announce his retirement today. The Giants said last month they would exercise his $22 million option for next season if he wanted to keep playing. Uh, I don't know if he's going to announce his retirement effective immediately or if he is going to play again next year, and that will be his last year. It'd be kind of tough to turn down $22 million, but, I don't care. I don't care what you got in the bank. Yeah, $22 million, but, uh, you know, and they changed all of baseball because he was involved in a collision that broke his leg. Mm-hmm. And uh, they shouldn't have called it the Posey rule. They should have called it something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when Pete Rose knocked out Ray Fossey in the in the All-Star game. They didn't change the rules. No. Um, so now what you have to do is uh, you have to play Democrat. What you do is when you run to home, if the catcher has the ballers blocking the plate, you have to throw up the surrender sign. You should carry a white flag in your pocket and just hold it up in the air and surrender. Um, but uh, he's going to retire. Kid vaccinations begin soon. Big headline in the Billings Gazette today. They're all giddy about that. We're... Kids who have only been breathing for 60 months will now be injected with a with a with a vaccination from Pfizer that they tested on 3,500 kids and they tested it for a few weeks and uh, they just said, "Go ahead, let's do it." 
John Felton, our county health, health director in Yellowstone County, who has no degree in microbiology, immunology, nothing, research, nothing, has a degree in business and has a degree in 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 um, um, public health, seven semesters, says, quote, the vaccine is by far the most effective measure we can take to slow the spread of this disease. That's interesting because if you look at a quote from John Felton from about 14 months ago, he said the most effective measure we can take is to mask up. <laughs> you folks know what's in that vaccine? Does anybody know what's in the children's vaccine? Uh, I heard a news report that said uh, one of the things that is in the children's vaccine is a uh, they've added a blood thinner in that because of the heart problems that it causes on younger adults. Now, if this was just a regular vaccine for some other disease, we'd be getting these news stories. Yeah, I, I haven't. Uh, um, Pfizer is is hesitant to comment on the new vaccine. It's a different kind of dose. Do we know what the long-term effects are of this vaccine on a child who has only been out of the mother for 60 months? Mm-mm. We don't. There, I don't know how many years it takes to research a vaccine, but I know it's more than one. Well, and the effects of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they can develop them pretty quick, obviously, but 60 months old? That baby is developing so quickly and it's blood and body and organs and brain all developing and and we're going to throw this in there. Natural immunity is better than artificial immunity. We know that. That's why they always told us and we did it with our kids. One of them gets chicken pox, expose them all to chicken pox at a young age. Because right. at a young age, it's no problem. No problem. They can handle it. Uh, the only thing you have to worry about is maybe a little scabbing or something that they might rub a scab off or if, it, if it's a, a serious case and they would get a scar. But expose your kids early. That's what they told us. Because the natural, the natural immunity is better. And we know that with... The COVID, the natural immunity is better. We have the other options that we know now how to treat once they get it. And yet, why why are they so hesitant to promote those options and rather the vaccine? Well, follow the bouncing political money ball and you'll probably get the answers. But Britain... Britain's granted authorization of Merck's coronavirus antiviral drug, drug, a pill that will treat COVID. They okayed the treatment. It's intended to be taken twice a day for five days with people who have moderate COVID-19. It reduces the symptoms, speeds recovery, and could prove groundbreaking, easing all the caseloads at hospitals and helping curb the outbreaks of poorer countries. It's pending review, though, in the U.S., Europe, and elsewhere. See, that one's going to take a while in the U.S., (laughs) right? Good point. That one will take a while. 
They're going to drag their ass on that one a long time in the U.S., and that one could be saving lives every day, Mm -hmm. just like Regeneron, just like hydroxychloroquine, the ivermectin, all of the other uh, 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 vitamin D and zinc uh, supplements, all of those things that we know work. The FDA and the CDC has yet to really come out with a great recommendation on those. They're pushing the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're pushing the vaccine. Here's a pill that they're going to use in Britain now that if you get it, you take this pill and five days, if you have a moderate case, there you go. So why wouldn't we approve that quickly? Hmm? Why wouldn't we approve that one quickly if we know it will save tens of thousands of lives from people getting into the hospital? Why wouldn't we give that one emergency authorization? That's what this child vaccine is. The child vaccine is emergency authorization. Why wouldn't we give that pill that authorization here, folks? Another weapon in the fight against COVID. Why? Why wouldn't we give that one the process of speeding it through the system and getting it into the hands of doctors and hospitals? Why wouldn't we do that one? Hmm. Interesting. See, this company, they went a different way. They went a different way. They went a way of trying to treat the disease if you do have it and uh, take care of it that way rather than injecting something in your body trying to prevent you from getting the disease because we do know that natural immunity is better. And two, if you've had it and you got natural immunity, you can get fired. You're fired. You go and you get tested before you go to work. You don't have the vaccine. We're going to fire you. You get fired for not having COVID or for having COVID already. You can get fired. Not okay. No. Stupid. You wonder why these elections are going the way they are? Mandates had a lot to do with that, you know. I believe it. Here's a girl. They got a picture in here. Youngsters start getting COVID. Here's a girl, 10, hanging out the car window, waiting for a mom to get her first dose of COVID-19 in Georgia. And her mom's got her phone out, taking a picture of her hanging out the car window. <laughs> hey, you little brat, get back in the car. Democrats are doubling down on their election defeat. Now they're adding paid family leave back into the budget bill. They're going to do whatever they can to bribe you. You know what's interesting, too, about that election yesterday, too? That election also comes after... Millions upon millions of parents are getting $300 a month per kid from the U.S. government, a check in, in your bank account every month, and mm-hmm. they still lost. Right. They still lost. <laughs> uh, partly personal message for one listener this morning, Maddie Mushaben. The Henry Repeating Arms Company has opened a third facility because there's such a demand for their, their rifles. Mm-hmm. And dad needs a Henry Golden Boy 17. No, I don't. Won't buy himself one for Christmas. I don't need, I have a 17. (laughs) But you don't have a Golden Boy. I don't need one because I've got one. It's got nothing to do with need. I've got one that is dead on 
I don't need another one. Mm-hmm. I would never use it. I would I would always go to Mr. Reliable. Yeah. You know, Henry Golden Boy. <laughs> need a Henry Golden Boy. They're nice, though. <laughs> but I don't need one. And they're too expensive. God, those things are like twelve, fourteen hundred bucks. I think. Oh God! If I had your money, I'd have a closet full. I know you would. Fact check: Joe Biden distorts Virginia's history. I'll defend Joe Biden. He doesn't know. <laughs> he didn't do it purposely. He doesn't know. He can't remember. He's crazy. He lied. He said no governor has ever won Virginia when a Democrat is in the White House. And the AP said, you're wrong. You're wrong. In fact, McCullough won the governorship in 2013 when Barack Obama was president and Joe Biden was vice president. <laughs> he's, he's, the man is gone. He's crazy. He lie, he's been lying his whole life, folks. It's, it's awful, this man. He's such an embarrassment. And, I, you know... There, there's just uh you get wore out talking about it you really do john felton never addressed yesterday how how come more people who are vaccinated now are dying from covid than unvaccinated in yellowstone county nobody asking that question uh the day before 66 percent of all the people that died in the county were vaccinated and once again i would like to see their spreadsheets on the profit and the money that is being made by free testing, mm-hmm. free vaccination, all of this stuff. No such thing as a free puppy. No, no. They can charge whatever they want. Mm-hmm. We had this story a few weeks ago. That, that place charged $50,000. That's part of the, the uh, act that they had passed. They're doing a vaccination clinic November 13th at Cedar Hall at Metra um, and a few others on November 20th. And that's a day we put all of our meals together. Um, did you get a hold of Ray? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, we got to get a venue for that, too. Um, we've been kind of having a bad run here lately. I wonder what the response time was down at Jake's yesterday. They're right across <laughs> from the police that it should have been almost immediately. Yeah. Uh, somebody could have run out and run across the street. Well, uh, Savane is the, I think, the daytime manager. and He's he's a big kid. He's about six foot five. So if he was the manager that wrestled him down, that didn't take long. Yeah, you don't want a super sharp steak knife at a restaurant. He ran out, confronted two people on the sidewalk, may have also demanded their money while he had his knife. One of those people was also injured. He's lucky he wasn't shot. Yes, he is. Uh, He's lucky he wasn't shot. People are packing now. Uh, Especially downtown. Yes. Downtown at night. It's not a good neighborhood. Yeah, 545, people were packing. Big picture today, folks, in the paper. The executive director, St. Vincent, Presenting Kim Kaiser from the family YMCA with a check for $5,000 from the Heart and Soul Run. That's, that's about a, that's about a eight, by, 8 by 12 picture. 
which is good. I'm glad they got the money. Now we're going to be presenting. We presented. Uh, we presented Police Chief Rich St. John with a check for fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars for the police body cameras. Right. We didn't even get a mention. No. Um, we're also going to be presenting a check to the Yellowstone Valley Animal Shelter as soon as we get all of our bills paid, and that's going to be a big one. Um, but it's because you two buttholes of the community. Well, we, you know, we're competing media, so yeah. we're, we're not going to really, yeah, right. you know, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I had to buy their building. That'd, make, be, that'd be funny. Make it a public toilet. <laughs> you know, they're, they're behind the public toilets being put downtown. Let's make that building a big public restroom. There you go. We could have our gathering in there. Mm-hmm. And I gave them credit a few months ago for something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, they had done a good job on something. It was something COVID related. Oh, and Billings Trailnet got five grand too. Oh, the Gazette is the sponsor of the Heart and Soul Run. Oh, there we go. Yeah, they're the sponsor. How much money did they put into it? That's what I want to know. Anybody can be a sponsor. Hell. Mark's a sponsor for Coors Light. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) You know, anybody can be a sponsor. You know, KTV COVID is a sponsor, but they don't put any money in. Uh, They don't do any work. They do a lot of sponsors. Mm -hmm. You see that all the time, folks. Really, When you see that, don't buy it. Brought to you by such and such, such and such, such and such. How much money are they putting in? How much effort are they putting in? Yeah. I I give other radio guys crap about that all the time. You put your name, you put your call letters on somebody else's coat drive or blanket drive. Yeah. Or something where somebody else is doing all the work. Yeah. Flakes events, we're doing the work. Yes. And we're, we're, we're putting money in on it. Yeah. Now, granted, we've had to raise the money. Right. But still, it's money that we've raised, used through the charity, and do it. Mm-hmm. What else here? The district maps are down to four. Oh, good. They got four maps. Oh, those are equally divided. What a joke that is. Um, they're, try- they're trying to do it whatever way they can to make sure that a Democrat is able to be elected as a representative from Montana. That's what these are all about, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be popular vote. If the two Democrats get the most votes in Montana, then the two Democrats should be our representatives because representatives supposed to represent the people like mm-hmm. our senators do. Mm-hmm. And if the majority of the people in our state are conservative, then two conservatives should go there. If if the people like one of each, then that's the way it should be. But you don't divide it up into territories. I did that at my house. When I decided the bedtime for my kids, I divided my house, the bedrooms in the basement, into two different areas. <laughs> I had the east side of the house and the west side. The kids on the east side of the house, they could vote for their bedtime, and the kids on the west side of the house could vote to their bedtime. Now, depending on when the movie would shut down and the lights would go off, though, it affects everybody in the whole damn house. Right. With the noise and the light and everything. But I divided it. Yep. 
And then what I did is I found that one of the bedrooms in the house always wanted to stay up later, Mallory. And <laughs> so what we did is when we reconfigured the map of the house, Mark, uh-huh. we we did the entire house except for the one area right around Mallory. She was in her own district, so she always got to stay up late and watch her movie, right? Even though it affected everybody in the entire house. That's why these are dumb. I agree. Pat Williams was big into this. You know, that crook (laughs) taking money from the house bank. Oh, yeah, I still remember that many years ago. They want to get Flathead County out of there. Flathead's the second most Republican voters in this state. We got to get them out of this. See, they're doing exactly like the movie thing at my house. We got to get them out of that area. There's Mm -hmm. just too many there. Why? That would mean that the majority of people would get their representative in. And we don't want that. You see how tricky these people are? That's why they went through that whole election bill yesterday. They're trying to rig everything. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, that's the way it goes. Mark and I, we have to vote. We have to, we have to vote on uh, on where we're going to do our flakes giving. We have to vote yet on where we're going to do our uh, flakes trip. We don't have that done yet, so we'll draw the new map <laughs> and uh, figure out our area. And, and uh, you folks, so we'll just let you know where to go. We are the only ones that know how to draw boundaries properly. That's right. <laughs> we'll take care of that for you. <laughs> did you ever see him in concert? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Saw him in uh, Nampa, Idaho. Bonnie Raitt was with him and uh it was a uh it was a stop the they wanted uh the government to quit shipping nuclear material through idaho on trains and so and the guy that opened was a native american poet who had uh, hit his drum a couple times and then say something in his in his native tongue that nobody understood hmm. <laughs> buddy like jackson brown they did so, yeah, whoo, I'll have one of those, too. <laughs> you bet. I'm with you, sweetheart. Hindsight, I should have just got to that one late because I knew the opener wouldn't interest me. I'm not a huge Bonnie Raitt fan. Mm-hmm. And then Jackson Brown, he didn't do he didn't do many of his radio hits. Oh, boy. Yep. And you want to P.O. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How about somebody's baby from Fast Times at Ridgemont High? How about that one, huh? 